0: you are you all right? I'm fine, thank you, yes.
1: You were just speaking in a quite strange voice.
0: Yes, I was. Why yes. are you speaking like that? Oh God, because I'm the coordinator of the Neighbourhood Watch Scheme. <laughs> I'm very letter? concerned about street <laughs> loitering. I'm
1: going to get a letter, or an email. No, they don't
2: do emails, they'll do letters.
0: They'll do a letter. Yeah. Are you okay. going to use that?
1: Yeah, I'm using it. Oh, man. Ah. Should we get on with it? Apologies to
0: all Neighbourhood Watch coordinators out there. He's
1: crossing his fingers.
3: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. We apparently live in a society where people who go to
0: festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not a very good idea.
2: Did you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel 4? Yes. yes, that was brilliant, Did you brilliant. see yes. the one where yeah. the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading yeah. all
1: along the canal and eventually caught him at the punting
2: Yes, down. that was brilliant. Hello. Hello.
1: I'm Hugh Forks.
2: I'm Rachel Nemeth.
1: And I'm Tom Canning and welcome to episode 54 of The Real Reading Podcast. Um, As we mentioned last week we are currently sans, sans guest? Oh still. Well yeah I mean you know time.
2: Sans? 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 It's it's French isn't it?
1: Sans. Without a guest, I'm not doing any of that French rubbish. We are without a guest. Sorry to French people who listen. Um, So you've uh, you've insulted so far the Neighbourhood Watch Group and I've insulted the entire country of France. Rach, what are you going to do?
2: Stay quiet. Probably for the best. Probably for the best.
1: Yes. We have all the usual features, uh, including a fact of the week. Here we've got the book. Yeah. Good. Are you looking through the book now, trying to desperately find a fact? Yeah. Good. Um, And we've also got Fort Explains It All, which this week is about... The After Dark Nightclub. And people who live near it.
0: Yes, much loved, but in in a bit of a pickle.
1: Yes, well, um, you can check out our new podcast website at the Real Re- at Um If you'd like to get in touch, you can find out. Um, in the meantime, here is Jeremy with how to get in touch with the show.
3: Get in touch with the team. Find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading@reachplc.com at reachplc.com
1: Thanks Jeremy, that was great as usual As always Absolutely tip top and spot on
3: What a voice
1: Um, Hugh, uh, a reaction to your journalistic rant from last week None
0: None. No, no. None. no, that's fine, that's fine. Quite surprised.
2: No negatives, no. No, no. negatives. Look, look for the positives. I no thought negatives.
0: my uh, Twitter would light up with people saying <laughs> well, I definitely am biased towards Breakouts <laughs> or Everything I said was just a lot that I'd been paid to say.
2: <laughs> it wasn't exactly a rant, though, was it? It just got very passionate. Did. We, we don't see that from the fort
1: very often. We, we don't. No, and he's, he, he almost welled up. So
2: think, <laughs> <laughs> he was dabbing at his eye with the tissue. I had a tissue. Just about the glory
1: a days. Plugged in the microphone, but it's all okay. We're good. The lights on. Um, the lights on. Everybody's home. Um, yes, it was, it was rather good. So, uh, but this. So on Friday, what did you do on Friday? You did something really journalistic that you were really proud of.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, yes, we went to uh, we went to Bracknell and we went oh, to Bracknell it. eh yeah. sure. my
2: hometown
0: yep Bracknell, what do we
2: decide about Bracknell
0: it's the most changed place in the country I've analysed everywhere I've, I've compared every <laughs> single town in the country right. to what, what it is now and what it was 20 years ago yep. and I have decided that Bracknell is the most changed of all so this is a fact it's not an opinion uh, absolutely a fact yes
2: right. it's like if DIY SOS did yeah. a town absolutely yeah. don't that ask me what's it. in
0: second place
1: well, nothing clearly because okay, you because know, your research said nothing else. Well, yes, yeah, yeah.
0: There's no point. There's to, no point. Second,
1: when you say change, what do you mean?
0: It's the most completely different place. Right. The to, to, If you you will remember the old Bracknell town centre. Oh, I remember it
1: very well, having grown up and spent my formative, formative. and sometimes best years. Let's f- describe it. Um, like a slightly Concrete. worse Coventry. A slightly
0: Ooh. worse Coventry. <laughs> That's good. Um, I'm going to say... Have
2: so gone for the people of Coventry as well to add to uh, your list now? Yeah, I'm sure they're really... Listening. You know, B-
0: yeah, bombed during wreck. the
1: war. hastily rebuilt. Well, you know. no, I, I mean, actually, so I, I've been to Coventry. I've worked in Coventry a few times. Um, Coventry City Centre is, is very similar. It's much bigger than Bracknell, but uh, very, very similar in architecture in that it's square and concrete.
2: Yeah. And a bit scary.
1: <clears throat> yes, scary. Lacking any sort of atmosphere or.
2: I wasn't allowed to leave the office on my own after dark.
1: Oh, in Coventry, hmm. oh, that doesn't really surprise me. No, because it's near the canal basin in Coventry. We've yeah. gone too deep into into. Co- they very cheap car parks though, in Coventry? Do <laughs> they? Okay. NCP all day Every for cloud a tenner. Yeah, NCP all day for a tenner, <laughs> and they moan
0: about it. Go so going back to Bracknell, yes, the old, oh, yeah, the Bracknell. old Bracknell. I would use the term windswept. Yes, well fair, fair. not a nice place to do a vox pop in February <coughs> be, no, I described the old Brannell really any time or, of year or any time of year yes it was it was definitely a tough initiation for <laughs> for <a> young journalists <laughs> to try and get six people to have their pitch taken yes. and give sense relatively sensible opinions and uh, it, i yes, I would not recommend going back to that. We talked about the old days of journalism last yes. week and i I did not remember <laughs> yes. vox pops in Bracknell town centre fondly
1: just for anybody who doesn't know what a vox pop is
0: um where you are accosted by a journalist in the street and you are asked to give an opinion on usually a national news subject and have your photograph taken what's Uh, a vox what's a vox why is it called a vox pop i don't know Okay, I've done thousands of them, oh, but I don't know. And you've
1: never in your journalistic life. No, thought, but I
0: bet you my mm. mum emails me and tells me because that's what that's what she, she seems to like like doing. That excellent. Did well, you know, good. Hugh? Oh, that's our voice again. Which
2: was worse, the, the Vox pops or the nibs?
0: Uh, Vox pops million times. Nibs, nibs are <laughs> nibs were a mild irritation, which were completely necessary for. Where Vox pops were two hours of complete and total misery as far as I
1: can remember. So. If I remember rightly, so nib is news in brief. Yeah, and it always made me laugh because I think it's probably the sun on a certain page had news in briefs, yeah. oh, which always made me laugh. But yeah. Even if I didn't approve of that kind of, of
2: um, not uh, uh, subject, but yeah, very. You fun. never
1: got past page three, did you? Mm, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. And um, so. Why are you yeah. blushing?
2: Oh, I'm not. Mm. I have a
1: wife. Don't no. know why I needed to assert that. Yes, I did back like then. Um, so here, what's changed in
0: Bracknell? It's got this spanking, great, shiny, wonderful shopping centre yes. that is beyond the wildest dreams of everyone who grew up there yes. hearing hearing, this is definitely going to happen for 40, 40 years yeah, or something. I think it was at least 20. Yeah, um, And all of a sudden it did happen and it's... And it's splendid.
1: So, I mean, as as this podcast expert in Bracknell myself, I mean, yeah. this is me. Oh yeah, all um, right. I, yeah. I, I've only been a few times, but it it just is just utterly incredible what they've managed to do with such a god awful forlorn place that it was. And th- I think the biggest thing is that when I was growing up, if you lived in Bracknell town centre, that wasn't particularly good. Now there are flat. There's flats all over the place. There's there's big old apartment buildings. Everything and it looks like they're going for it <laughs> for quite a few quid. So yeah, they're not cheap. Yeah, it's it's, if
0: you if you had bought bought a flat before, mm. so you lived in Bracknell Town Centre already in one of the slightly older yes. blocks of flats, then that that is a very shrewd move because that that particular property would have rocketed. Yeah. So it's very nice. It's, it's very pleasant. It's got. uh lots of lovely shops and including including a few sort of quirky independent shops yeah. which is good there's a very cool looking uh, coffee shop i forget what it's coffee called. barker coffee yeah, barker yeah. um and it, it's marvelous and uh and i went there and with to so was matalan has just opened there so um you've got like matalan tk maxx you know all the all the sort of things you would expect in a big shopping center all the chains yeah um well, we did a facebook live Looking at uh, looking around the New Matterland. Did you enjoy it? I was quite nervous. Um,
2: Have you done many of those before? I've done
0: a few before, Mm. but I've always done them with news news stories, which is very much my world and um, hashtag my world. About (laughs) they're usually news stories about things I've already written about, Um, so I know what what was. coming up yeah, and what the story was whereas with Matalan we had to uh, quite quickly look around the store beforehand to work out where things were and I had to had to talk for, at, at length for uh, I think it was 12 minutes in the end was, we, were, we were doing it for <laughs> and uh, I had suddenly had to f- Tried to give my views on women's clothing, so oh very God. much <laughs> Yeah, with shoes and did you accessories. single
2: out some items?
0: Did you, um, I, I said, well, I said things like, so as you can see, pot. there's a lovely range of shoes here. Uh, I mean, he's, think about one. Ma-
2: he's
0: No. The thing about Matalan is everything is really cheap, so I was able to point out you can get quite what seemed to be quite a nice pair of women's shoes for a. I'm sounding like a PR person for <laughs> Matalan, <laughs> admittedly. Yes, they're not paying for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, and we looked around and we did some interviews, which obviously is my, is my, what, what I can do. So that was fine. I really but the to say forte. <laughs> but I will tell you a little a little panicky moment, which may may or not. Um, so the the well, I had Peter Bloodworth, who's our photographer, and he was doing he was filming me for the Facebook live because um, in the past I've done Facebook lives by myself, which is even which is very tricky because you have to talk tell people what's happening but also keep make sure you're in the camera and make sure the camera is yeah. where you want it to be so that pressure was taken away so Pete and I decided we were going to do the opening of the store and then we were going to have a quick walk down the queue and talk about the queue how big it was and show some of the people going into the store
2: and it was massive it was a the very queue. long
0: queue and initially we decided to wait until the queue had dispersed and then walk into the shop And as we were walking down the queue, it quickly transpired that the queue was moving incredibly slowly. (laughs) (laughs) And we all of a sudden found ourselves right at one end of the queue, realising it hadn't moved at all. And that if we carried on at this rate, we would have had to ad-lib during the Facebook Live for probably about 15 or 20 minutes. (laughs) So we had to somehow find our way. We had to basically jump the queue. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) one of the security guys let us in and let us go to the shop and proceed as normal. But... um, that that was, it was a day of learning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, then, so, but I think it went down quite well.
2: It um, to. I don't think I've seen a store opening like that for. Quite, Ikea know, was the
1: last one, really, wasn't it? The last great. Right, yeah,
2: but you just don't really get cues of people. An
0: a IKEA board,
1: was there? Did? Was there a mum and a daughter who camped out overnight? Yeah, the people wow. from all over
0: the country. Yeah, they, that. it's it's sort of their thing. They do. They go to the new IKEAs.
1: They camped out overnight, right. but they, I think they were they, they were the only ones, weren't they? I think. There were a f- they were expecting a few more. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I think, I think yeah.
1: it was, it was, if I remember rightly, I might be doing them a disservice. I'm not sure, but that was. I think IKEA was very popular, and also when when the new iPhone gets released, you get queues in the Oracle going out the door overnight. Rachel's was put in a face that
2: suggests she doesn't agree with that. Well, it's... yeah, I
0: don't have an iPhone. <laughs> I mean, the, the queues in Matterland. There were people there when I arrived. I got there. We, the store opened at ten, and I got there about quarter past nine. And there, there were a few people there, but the queue really like built while we were we were sort of looking yeah. around inside, and we came out. And yeah, it it was it was quite daunting, but as soon as you get into into what you're doing um Chats you know, about women's clothes. chatting about women's clothes and yeah. essentially yeah. essentially trying to purvey what the camera's filming and also not be silent for too long mm-hmm. um it goes really quickly and it's 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 fine um it's you know the live element is a little bit yeah uncertain, but no one you know there weren't any you know slips you don't or
2: tricks no swearing
0: yeah. And uh, it it all went fine. I think. Well thank
2: you. It
0: was actually, although I was a bit worried about it before. It was like most things in life, fine. Yeah. I
2: think he quite enjoyed it. Sounds like he
0: did.
1: When's he doing this next one? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Next big uh, new breaking news piece will be out there. Four on camera. (laughs) Um, thanks, Hugh. Um, it's time for facts of the week. Should we do facts of the week? Um, yes.
3: Reading Fact of the Week.
1: Fact of the Week time. You ready, Hugh? You no. Got one? No, you haven't got one at all, have you? While well, Hugh just very quickly tries to find one, uh, I'll just reiterate something we said last week. Um, we would very much like to buy some new sound equipment uh, to make us all sound much, much fresher and better, and so it really sounds like we're sitting there with you having a cup of tea like we are right now this evening. Yeah. Um In order to do that, we need a few bob... Um, or money, pounds, um, and if you would like to be a sponsor of the podcast, um, please do try and get in touch, and we'll work out some sort of arrangement, whereby you get us mentioning your business name, and we get some shiny equipment. How's that sound?
2: Sounds good to me. Have I thrown this out for long enough?
1: you? Uh, not quite. Hang uh, on, two seconds. Okay. Um, this
0: is like my Facebook Live, you're just going to have to keep talking <laughs> until, I, <laughs>
1: until
0: um, I find something.
2: Should we mention how reding we're being right we, now? Uh,
1: how ready? Yes, I think we really should.
2: So, once again, we are chilling out in my living room, surrounded by cats. In <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I still have Legacy of My Crazy Cat Lady days, and on mute. Well, you never thought you'd meet a man. In the b- <laughs>
1: or a woman. Or in a the woman. Back, yep. Because, you know, In the
2: background... Society. Reading are beating Norwich 1-0. Which is crazy. Can you believe it? They are
1: still beating Reading 1-0. And Red- they've been whole 45 minutes. I know,
2: we're into the second half now. Oh, yes. And they're still 1-0 up.
1: I do like that Norwich kit, though. That's quite quite nice.
2: I really should go to a Reading game.
1: Been, it used to be a season I did, go, I it, did yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah, it's been a long time since I went to a game. Um, Why is that? Oh, various reasons. Uh, it's been a bit
1: rubbish.
2: Sorry, I'm eating a biscuit. Because uh, yeah, it, it <laughs> did get
0: a bit boring. <laughs> so incredibly professional.
2: Uh, and then I had a small person to look after. No, 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 no. And because Rich, my husband, works in retail, so he quite often has to work on Saturdays. So it just made it a bit difficult, really. And, uh, yeah, so we're sat here watching reading on the TV... Chilling in my living room. Tom's eating all my biscuits.
1: Well, Rachel and I try and have a conversation while I eat a biscuit, which I'm not even sure why I started. It was just I just remembered it was there and <laughs> kind of just went back for it. Right, so right,
0: but... you going to brush your teeth afterwards? You? I think I might.
1: <laughs> Make yourself at, at
0: home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> <God. laughs> on! To get Hit us right, with the fact. I don't. I don't think we've mentioned this one before. There's there's no tick next to it in the book, so okay. I'm going to. Uh, You're going to wing it. I've got two, fact
2: or I've urban got, legend? I've
0: got this fact, but also I've also got a new fact, which is a very interesting fact that I, I learnt uh, last week. Um, so this fact is, there is a nuclear bunker on the university campus that was to be one of the main regional control centres in the case
1: of nuclear war. I think we've done that one before. I have don't you? recognise
2: we... that. Not in my time. No. But it's very interesting. Wow. And
1: the other fact I learnt
0: today, yeah. uh, not today, this week, um, is that... Thames Valley Police has a new uh, chief constable, boss mm. essentially. Yeah, he is new, and his name is. <laughs> I just had it, <laughs> uh, John Campbell. Right, John, John Campbell. Campbell. Oh yes, and he is the national coordinator in case of a nuclear strike. So, oh, if right. there, if there, if we were targeted by. A, Another North Korea say with their nuclear arsenal, John Campbell, head of Tamsale Police, he'd be in charge. He'd be the man.
1: So he'd be more he'd, than Theresa. He'd be
0: he'd be Theresa's boss. Uh, he would be who Theresa or whoever oh, prime minister definitely. at the time. Well, p- potentially, Theresa might not be prime minister by the end of this week. Well, so. we don't know, do we? <laughs> so
2: uh, talking of Theresa, like we um, I drove local girl. through uh, <laughs> Sonning towards Woodley on Monday morning. On my way to Nevada Spa. Oh, lovely! Yeah, um, and Teresa was obviously on the move. <laughs> yeah. because we uh, spotted lots of police cars dotted around. And Emma was like, "My friend, also, oh my God, what's going on? Something has there been an accident?" And then we went round the corner. There was a lot of armed police. <laughs> We're like, oh no, she's she was on her way to Brussels. We, I assume.
0: Yeah, we often get phone calls from pe- members of the public who see. Trees May's entourage, security entourage, and think there's some sort of major, major incident going on. So they phone up and say, "Has anyone, you know, has anyone told you there's loads of armed police in in Woodley?" And you say, "Oh." We've... And when, when someone says Woodley, you would think of Woodley Shopping Precinct, and you think, "Oh wow, okay." And then they, they say, "Oh yeah, which which bit?" They like, go, "Oh yeah, it's a bit. You know, it's, it's it's what they call the posh bit of Woodley. It's the bit that's near Sonic." And I go, "All right, Teresa, off somewhere <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: It is quite disconcerting, though, seeing. I think we should refer to her her as Mrs dead. May, to be honest. Yes. A bit disrespectful. You know. Well,
1: she's one of the community.
0: She came to our cricket ground <laughs> many years ago. She opened our cricket ground when she was when she was merely an, an MP.
2: Yeah, she opened um, the Woodley Carnival only perhaps three. Well, yeah, two or three years ago. I believe she's ago.
1: also a trustee or the president of All Football Club. Is
2: she? So there you
1: go. She still somehow. Uh, this is to
0: her to her credit. Um, has still does. Quite a lot in her constituency. She's often in local, local schools and mm. doing the bits of the MP job that you think the Prime Minister might possibly have to hand someone else to do.
2: <laughs> She's been spotted in Waitrose in Oh, Twyford. all the time. That, you know, all
0: the time. She's not um, got a,
2: a person that.
0: I mean, knows sure, that
2: if you can get a
1: cargo her. or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I got Tesco we get Tesco delivery and just come to our door it might be, you know, it might be her way of relaxing you know after after
0: a few oh, hours of yeah. negotiations with, with uh, I mean, John Claude I love
2: a little mooch around Tesco's. Yeah. to go chill out I'll be yeah. honest
1: I think a fella should be doing this she's the one earning the big bucks so he needs to be out there doing the shopping
2: I bet you don't earn as much for being Prime Minister I think you need do. to go and find out what his job is as well <laughs> because
0: he, he will earn a lot more than, than the Prime Minister you reckon yeah, but he, is, he, he is in I don't exactly know what he does, but it's it's it's
1: but it's hedge fund management or something oh, okay. like that. Oh, big, yeah. big big, big bucks. Yeah. Big bucks. So this has become the Theresa May fact of the week. Um <laughs> let's move on. Shall we move on to what Explains It All?
0: God, I'm doing a lot of talking and yeah. <laughs> I Stand, hate that. Stand standard. The sound of my own voice. Right, um, hang on.
3: his fault, explains it all.
1: I'm back. He, he always forgets this bit. If this sounds entirely shabby, it is a little bit. But you, just, you just ate a biscuit. <laughs> well, yes, I did it. But we're going a bit off piece. It's an evening, Reading are on the telly, and they're winning. Yeah. And Talking of the biscuits. We're
2: going to crack the beers the open biscuit men. in a minute. Yes. Oh, yeah, the biscuit and men. there's a
1: canary on the floor. Um, Hugh, fact of the week. Uh, no, no. The one, let's well, talk about. complaints well, explains it all. Yeah. This week, uh, I believe you were talking about uh, the After Dark and the complaints that have been that have been made about the After Dark. So, talk us through it.
0: Yeah. So, the After Dark. For anyone who doesn't know, anyone who <clears throat> is listening to the Real Reading podcast and doesn't know what the After Dark club, club is, is missing out on a very integral part of the fabric of life in, in Reading. <laughs> yes. But it's a nightclub. It's Reading a... Abbey,
1: the After Dark. Yeah. And probably I'm... one of the Weatherspoons. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's pr- basically that, it. That is
0: pretty like much cul- in an up yes, culture really. in Reading. Yeah. <laughs> right? so, so the After Dark it's in London Street. It's a you what you would describe as an old fashioned old school nightclub. Um it's been there for years and years and years. It was taken over by the new management there in twenty seventeen. Um and it has found itself in a bit of hot water with Borough Council and Thames Valley Police. And the reason is that people who live in the flats behind it um, are complaining about noise issues. Right. Um, from my understanding, it's, according to the owners of the Arthur Dark, it's one family who repeatedly complain. Yeah. Um, and the council is... is on the, I think probably on the advice of Thames Valley Police, there is, the, the, potentially, that light uh, club could either lose its licence completely, which means it can, wouldn't be able to serve alcohol, um, or they're also looking at a possibility of banning it from playing either live or recorded music. Right, which would seriously hinder it. Which would, would be, to be a bit of a problem. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But these people who... Chose to either buy or rent a flat next to a nightclub yes. that's been there forever. Yes, This
0: is, this is the obvious this is the thing bank. that everybody's been saying. Sorry to state the obvious. Sorry, sorry. Yes. <laughs> we've got to be a little bit careful because these people have made this complaint. We do not know who they are
2: no. and
0: their reasons for complaining. We don't know mm. whether they knew there was a nightclub there or not.
2: Okay. Um,
0: and... There is definitely... I have spoken to the... I've been to see the owners of the um, After Dark today and they have admitted there is an issue with soundproofing at the nightclub. Yeah. So, so
2: something changed no, within the, the building? That's, it's or it's or always, it always been the case, been yeah.
0: Um, and there's a little bit of a grey area because the people who are complaining um, say that it's since the owners new owners took over and the owners say it's always been a soundproofing issue but they can't. Because they don't, essentially, they don't know how it was managed before. They and there's also we don't know if this particular family lived when we, when they moved in as well. So
1: okay, there's a few grey. So there's a few
0: okay. grey areas. So all the information we've got is from council reports, and they detail the calls from these these, these people complaining, and there may be more than one as well. Um, it doesn't for, for data protection confidentiality reasons it doesn't say who the who the complainers are, but the people from the nightclub seem to think it was just one right. one particular family um so so they so that's one issue the noise issue and the council is um saying potentially it could lose the the license or the right to play music which is obviously a huge issue um but the police are also saying that they're not entirely happy with a few uh aspects of how it's run there's been a few events which haven't haven't been organized properly um, Right. and there there is a there's a dispute about door staff and 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 things like that sort of licensing uh paperwork yeah issues that you whenever you go to a licensing hearing already there's always a there's always something very major so a lot of the time it's illegal workers but then the license of the police also will say We have all these these rules written into your licence, the conditions that you have to adhere to and you don't adhere to any of them. So your licence is supposed to be on display. You're supposed to have information telling people about uh, the Challenge 25 policy, stuff like that. Stuff that uh, is important for licence holders to do, but perhaps the general public aren't aware of or overly, you know, it's sort of, I wouldn't say bureaucracy because it's important, but it's, it's the rules, yeah. you know. You're meant to keep to the rules, and a lot of people, for whatever reason, don't. So, so the this the upshot is, the afterdark could lose could lose its license, um, which would put them into a very difficult situation. Um, but they are, I went to them today. They are working very much towards improving the soundproofing. There's there's a big hole in the roof where they're doing it right. now, which which I've seen and they are very, very committed and passionate about, about keeping the nightclub in Reading um and also working they have to essentially work with the people around them. If if they don't do anything and the people keep complaining, they will just get yeah will yeah. lose their licence. I don't know what's gonna happen at the hearing. Um but, but it, it it's very much an issue of how what they say is it's how old the building is, yeah, and and what do they say? They said like the building has not since they took over. They've been finding that the the, the nightclub has not moved with the with development of the town. It yeah. stayed as a very old fashioned, old yeah. style building, and it's which is why it needs, still needs so much doing to it. And they are they're working with acoustic engineers and
1: to an extent, though, that's what people love about it that it's an old fashioned, yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's an old-fashioned place. I mean, think just sort of thinking out loud. So when I moved into my house in southcote I and I I do agree that there's an element of well, you should have known there was a nightclub there. But at the same time, when I moved into my house, I didn't exactly go and scout the area to find out what was around and what the neighbourhood was like. I just saw a house that I could afford was nice. Well, it is now um and 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 that was it really the, my 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 breadth I, I don't think it's entire- i don't th- as much as I'm one of those people who would say, well there's always been a nightclub there i also don't in the same time sitting on the fence entirely i don't think it's as quite as easy as that but also yeah,
0: the the argument is that the nightclub <clears throat> the nightclub needs to do what it can to mitigate yeah. mitigate it being a nightclub and yeah. there are houses there which which whether they know there's a nightclub or not you don't expect it there was there was one of the complaints clearly detailed the exact songs yes. that were being played. <laughs> one of which was "My Hip do Lie" by Shakira, um, <laughs>
1: which is not the sort of thing you expect to hear in the after dark. And I mean,
0: it's you know, you know it's a nightclub, it's so no. music on music on until yeah. until early yeah. in the morning. And if, if you've got kids or uh, you've got to work, three
2: o'clock sometimes, if I remember.
0: I think it's two. I think the license is to two, two o'clock. o'clock oh, I, I, then,
2: yes, two o'clock.
0: But who knows what the license was? like I when we went there. Yeah, I mean the
2: license may well
1: have changed.
2: Four
1: years. Though. Yeah, uh, I guess as well you know, it's sort of every Friday and Saturday night and, and if you're in a house or a flat there or whatever and it's every Friday and Saturday night till 2am, I mean, yeah, what, and you, what on earth are you supposed to do about that?
0: Exactly, and you and you perceive that they are I'm not... To, I'm, I'm becoming
1: one of them. Well, no. but it, I'm, it, I'm just trying if, to have a, have a, have a have see both sides of it. Really. But
0: if you, you believe it to be uneth- overly loud, Yeah. affecting your quality of life and maybe there's a perception that the nightclub isn't, doing as it should to mitigate the, the noise, um, then you would complain and the yeah. council has the council will be then within within its rights to to say, look, you need to sort this out and if you don't sort this out we, you will be punished by losing your licence and mm. and who knows what will happen um yeah. if it does lose its licence because we can't really functions in nightclub Jack can't yeah. function as a nightclub without being able to play music. So
2: Where have you been in Recent, in recent times, times no. I've really... been in
0: there during the day, but not. <laughs> no,
2: I just wondered if they had, if it was the same sorts of nights. Yeah, they were talking in, about it today. The, and...
0: the bread and butter is the is what they've always done, but they 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 are they're trying to get more people in, and people of who aren't essentially our age. Yeah, because we don't go to nightclubs anymore. Let's not, you know.
1: No. We we unlike... like
0: to talk about the after dark and we yeah. like to be fond of it, but we, we we don't really.
1: We are unfortunately part of the problem, really. Yeah. Rather <laughs> than any sort of offering any sort of solution, yeah. but it's
0: but, but it, it, he the owner um, I spoke to today, he said that he, they they know that as well, mm. and the, 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 you know it's really nice to have people who met their wives there and yeah and all that sort of stuff and telling you and getting getting that sort of telling. but you need to have a range of people. And you need to you can't rely. that no nightclub in the world would say right. I want people in their late thirties. <laughs> you know all those all those.
2: What? Why not?
1: Because they wouldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'd say that. We'd say we'd we were so going to go all week, all week, and oh, I've Got bad back.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, I've got on, yeah, I've got my jammies on and I've got an oval team. Oh, I'm a oh, bit cat sick.
1: I'm a bit
0: tired. (laughs) Uh, Or what I'd like for society to develop as, I don't want to.
1: (laughs) Yes, quite reasonable, no thanks.
2: Yeah.
1: I know I said yes. I know I said yeah, but no. It's funny, isn't it? Like, when you're in your
0: 20, you know, between the ages, about 18, 16 to maybe in your sort of mid-twenties, you're like, right, Friday night, I'm going out. Saturday night, I'm definitely going out. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then you just reach a point where you're saying, you'll start thinking, Saturday night, I'm going out.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> God uh, I, so, so for me, my, my general weakness is a Friday night, especially straight after work. The issue is that you don't drink. Yeah, Rachel's not there on a Friday. but So I like going for a drink on a Friday, and sometimes that ends up in a few, sometimes that ends up... In one or two, and going for some dinner, but I quite like that. And it, but then on Saturday night, I I'm going out on a Saturday night to some sort of, sort of bar or or. Where's um, oh, unle- the voice? you go oh, out just, on a
2: Saturday. I don't know. I
1: just I just I'm not massively keen on it anymore. I don't really know why. I think it's just because I like to have a Sunday. I think I'm just, I just like a Sunday.
2: I went out in Birmingham on last Saturday <laughs> night, um, and I just spent most of the evening quite terrified <laughs> <laughs> and then we of all the places in broad street and birmingham and we we ended up in a spoon. Oh, <laughs> so nice, nice. we felt safe, safe on yeah. familiar yeah. ground yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's it is a it's a that is a point and that's as someone who doesn't drink the yeah. idea of going into a really busy bar yeah. full of people who are drinking a lot um it is it's intimidating.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, unfortunately. Uh and that's one of the many reasons why it doesn't appeal to me at all. I I'm, yeah. I'm happy to go into a pub and have a chat with my my friends and things like that, but going on a night out with Eddie Avis yeah. <laughs> for everyone else to drink as much as they possibly can in quite a long period of time. So sort of between the hours of seven seven PM and three AM. That's like what that's like <laughs> that's Eight hours—that's the equivalent of a day. A day at work. Yep. <laughs> drinking.
2: <laughs> yeah, when you put it like that.
0: <laughs> Wait, all you're doing is drinking. And
1: um, I think um, so. Just to just I guess to round. I mean, we all hope that the after dark will be able to continue. Um, they can't necessarily rely on our patronage. No. Um, but and hopefully this all this all but gets sorted out. Yeah, satisfactorily. Yeah, it's it's
0: a project for them, and it's yeah. um, you know they they they're getting enough people in to sort of continue, but they right. need to they need to grow and understand how to provide that unique nightclub experience that it offers, but also offer more as well and get, get specific demographics in for specific evenings. Um, and to open during the week as well, because it's, it's only really open at weekends at the moment. So, so hopefully they'll be able to iron out their differences. I, I, i uh I asked them what what they'd do if they lost their license and they expertly ducked it but, um, <laughs> um just to say you know we're we're feeling positive we've got a lot to a lot to show them about what we're doing yeah. to try and solve the issue it's not like we're we're ignoring yeah. them or um we we know them and we're working alongside them so we'll have to see uh, the hearing is supposed to be next week uh, ideally when I'm on. On holiday, holiday. right? Lovely. So, so we'll um, we'll have someone covering it. I imagine Um, we'll have to go from there, and so we'll 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 see how it is. Um, Because as as you you well know, there have been attempts to turn it into flats before, which the we have to point out when you know the council hated twice hated the plans they put forward for the After Dark Club.
1: Um, sorry, we all just got a little bit pensive then because Renning is still on in the background and somebody just went through and didn't score. But yeah sorry, Hugh, carry on. Uh, they're winning away at Norwich, <laughs> on top of the
0: league. <laughs> it's,
3: it's extraordinary.
0: <laughs>
1: um, yes, you're so right. we just they, stop they, the podcast and start they, commentating they, on the match. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The, the council didn't hate it. They hate,
0: They hated it. I think I, I. It was. It was years ago, but I think one of one of the the quotes was, "This is one of the worst flag applications we ever see." <laughs> um, and. You look around what to build anything there there's 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 the the remains of the honey and palm mm. building which are walls and stuff like that just scattered around the back yeah. of the area um and you would you would have to uh come up with something pretty special to be able yeah. to get planning permission well, so
1: there's there's a few opportunities there for that to become sort of quite a, a, a almost a bit of a I don't know if the culture cultural area is the right word, but yeah. you've got the old um, you've got the old uh, club um, down the end, um, the central club. You've got the risk Cafe. Yeah. um The After Dark is there as well. And it's Southampton Street, isn't it? Yeah. You, and 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 obviously the Great Expectations there as well. It's it could be sort of London, quite, Street, so sorry, London, London Street. Sorry, London Street. Yeah. Yes. It could be. Uh, I don't mean just like places to go drinking and stuff, but it could be just quite a a sort of fun yeah fun place to
0: go really. yeah the there's a real opportunity for them I, I spoke to him about this in in that there's going to be so many people living around the town centre like yeah. the central club is, is eventually going to turn into a housing yeah. estate so I don't know how many what's going to be there but they'll have a big housing development about 100 yards away um, and if you can if they can work out how to get those those people who move to the town yeah. who live in the apartments that are getting built um, to come along, to do things. Do you think that there's a yeah. Star Wars quiz coming up May the fourth? <laughs> um, you know, that sort of thing. It's not just a nightclub. It's yeah. it's going it's going for all sorts of kind of community comedy nights and, yeah. and everything like that. And it's I I personally would feel it'd be a real shame to lose it. Yeah. Um and like I say don't know we don't know what will happen if it does lose its licence, but uh, we you <laughs> let's hope that some sort of compromise is, is come to yeah. um, because they are working to try and sort out the, the noise issue but um, I can't I can't preempt what the council will decide and the, the police are, you can't really tell with the police what <laughs> they because every with licensing everything they they put forward is very sh- strong yeah we you know we must uphold the licensing principles and they they have if you go back to um, when they shut when Eva's nightclub got shut down which was the, the scene of uh a lot of high level violence much you know the, one of the things you know, the after dark is i can't in the whole time i've worked in reading i can't ever recall writing any stories about no. about trouble at the after dark it's the most relaxed i mean <laughs> it's when i was young when i first gave up drinking it was one of the few places i felt like i could go to and enjoy myself with that because it was so um unintimidating and it played yeah. some music guys that I like and stuff like that as well. So, um, so but the police have this real thing just to finish. The police have this real thing about um, the the areas are slightly out of town. They considered mm. Evers, which is pretty much in the town yeah, centre, to be it. slightly out of town, and they had to deploy all their resources to go to go there, which right. takes them out of Fry Street, yeah. which is the main drink, mm. drinking area. Um, so, to do that in London Street, which is even further away, so is is an issue so they're not keen on going to places like the after that which from what i understand they, they don't really but there have been there have been a few issues there recently um so there is that they're always strong on on upholding the licensing principles so we'll have to see how they they press that and it, it, it's all down to the licensing holders to persuade the council and the police they they are doing enough to yeah. to solve the issue and that's what it will come down to at the at the hearing
1: thanks that's that we'll move on to the next bit the
3: random question
1: which is the random question Rach your turn I think okay shake
2: it shake it shake it
1: what have you got okay
2: Um, first album you ever bought
1: oh hello oh. in Reading where did you go where would you have bought your first album
2: oh, where would we have gotten Virgin Megastore Virgin Megastore I bought or mine for it I know what
0: mine
1: is
2: do you yeah. are we talking cassettes now like your first oh, first don't... album for, yeah your first
1: proper album
2: mine would have been the, the Kylie one you know with the, the hat with the top bit missing oh. and all the curly hair coming out the top I think it was just called Kylie They're both looking at me very blankly. What, what was on it it was Yeah, her first album, I Should Be So Lucky. Lucky, uh, and yeah, all Locomotion. Probably The Locomotion, <laughs> yeah. <Which laughs> uh, a... But my first CD album, I think I bought in W.H. Smith's. Would that be right in Reading? Yeah. Uh, and it was the Lightning Seeds, Johnification, which oh, okay. I actually just bought again about a month <laughs> ago because it's still a great album. Yeah, it. Yeah.
0: You, what about you? My first album I bought, I can remember buying it from Virgin Megastore um, in, a, well, I don't know what year it was, maybe 1992, something like that. Just getting into, must have been about 10 or 11, just getting into metal.
2: <laughs> you're a Yeah. Are
0: yeah. you still? Y- yeah. Are you? Yeah, I like my, I like my metal. Um, I don't perhaps have the image. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I, was I just distinctly... imagine you've
2: got like a Metallica t-shirt on under that hoodie, or? Uh, I haven't. I I yeah. have a
0: collection of Iron Maiden t-shirts. Iron Maiden, my favourite. favourite band. <laughs> one of the only bands I've ever seen live as well. Um, Anyway, it was And Justice For All by Metallica. Um, I bought a cassette in Virgin Megastore in about 1992. It remains a very strong thrash metal album. Yeah. Metallica don't do much, much bad, although they, they certainly didn't until, you know, they've been around for ages. And, yeah, but that is uh, that's got some beastly, <laughs> beastly tunes on it. Um, and the first CD I got, I think I might have been given it. Does that count?
1: Uh, yes, I think so.
0: It was a limited edition of Urban Discipline by Biohazard. who are, <laughs> uh, and they, were Amer- they were a hardcore band from Brooklyn who all their songs were about life growing up on the mean streets of Brooklyn, <laughs> which <laughs> I around. could really relate to <laughs> as a far. middle-class boy from West Berkshire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, about gang gang warfare over, over crack dealing. Yeah, right, right. You know, I, I was you were there. Cool
2: at school. You really were, I wasn't cool at school. Yeah. I was the
0: only one who listened to music like that, um, and I had to. I probably had to hide the fact that I like that and pretend pretend to like other music to, <laughs> to fit in. But I really always used to go home and listen to my uh, listen to my metal.
2: Cassettes. Um, Magnificent. Oh, Tom, if yours also, is Bon Jovi, I'm going to be It's scared. certainly not. Can I no. just
0: add, and I think everyone would like to hear this, that there was one <laughs> ill-fated time and no one told me that this was a ridiculous idea that when I was into metal that I thought I'd try to grow my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
1: mean rather like
0: I'm trying to do
2: right
1: now. Yeah.
0: and um,
2: You know you've got curly hair, right? I've got
0: curly hair. It was so... Big. <laughs> there are photos of me, were just looking completely ridiculous. Um, I I got my fringe long enough to be able to pull it down to my chin, oh, but my it, word. It, no one could tell that because it was all sort of <laughs> tightly coiled <laughs> and just used to sprout everywhere. That's uh, magnificent. And um, yeah, it 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 was wasn't a clever thing to do, <laughs> and I wish my somebody, my mother. I blame my mother. She should said, Hugh, your hair looks stupid. Let's She's get into it. And I, I'd be like, shut that up, mum. What are you know talking her. about? And
2: defiantly grow it longer still. Hmm.
0: Yeah, but no, it wasn't. It was a sort of stupid thing you do when you're an idiot kid. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did use to have bleach blonde tips. Oh, well, that oh, does his no, It's surprising. It does not, yeah, me. Yeah, not
2: I, You're saying that like it was when you were a teenager, but I think when we first worked together, that was the case. Yeah, I
1: think there was definitely a period <laughs>
2: where I was coming to work with that sort of Yeah, my I get to tell a story
0: <laughs> yeah. about when I lived with you very briefly. That on a, on not more, way more than one occasion, Tom's looking several, nervous. <laughs> several occasions, Tom would gallivant off to somewhere else, some other part of the country, and phone me up and say, um,. Can you just go home? I think I've left my hair straighteners on. <laughs> yes, very true. And I used to get so very cross. Very true. Very true. Almost across my boss when I had to leave. So <laughs> I literally after coming in, I'm like, "Sorry, I've got to go back." Genuinely,
1: I'm sure it was only <laughs> once. Oh, but yeah, not ideal. Do you remember when you straightened my hair that time?
2: Did I? Yeah,
1: you did it once, the first time I ever had it straightened and you did it. Did it look I, awesome? It looked absolutely what? awesome. It was so massive.
2: What did I oh I started something, didn't
1: I? Yeah, it's absolutely enormous. Uh,
0: did hair straighteners exist when I was when I tried to grow my hair? No. No. They didn't. I don't know. Probably,
1: yeah I probably did. People probably used to iron it, I guess, back then. <laughs> um, just quickly, do you want to know what mine was? It's it's not bon jovi
2: it's not bon jovi, not bon jovi. No. scouting for girls weren't around
1: no. then so it i am confused the, uh solo album of freddie mercury from our price oh
2: that's a good one from
1: our price in bracknell town center was that released after oh, he price. died yes i believe it was released after he died i didn't know he was dead at the time unfortunately yeah it was um, coincided with the time of the uh, barcelona 1992 Olympics. that's right yeah he made that song with the uh, yeah. the opera singer yes yeah. Yeah. yeah um but yes The Great Pretender on it which is
2: an absolutely
1: yeah, magnificent
2: song so many tunes.
0: I lost it with my dad the other day because he, he referred to he, came, he was talking my dad knows nothing about pop music <laughs> whatsoever and he goes oh yes that so-called singer Freddie Mercury okay. and I I had to I had to explain to him that Freddie Mercury was, was a classically trained singer from, uh, from childhood one of the most charismatic yes, one absolutely. of the best singers ever yeah. And oh my gosh. My dad called him a so so called singer in this really oh annoying pompous way. So I he got told. Good. Good.
2: I hope you put him right in his place. Yeah,
0: but him being a man of a certain age he did, didn't didn't acknowledge it. it was like, <laughs> I, we, I was um, like, "Can you name any Queen Queen's Did <laughs> God save the Queen." Is that? <laughs> mm,
1: yes, technically. They yes. did do it yeah. on occasion. A guitar version of God save the Queen. Shall we leave it there? Reading's still winning. Quick time check. It's 76 minutes and 58 seconds, and it's Reading 1. Well, Norris or nil. Reading 1. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's what we, what we would call, if we were commentators, a nervous yeah. final quarter <laughs> coming up yeah. for the for the Royals.
2: Come on, you R's.
1: Um, if you'd like to get in touch with the show, here is Jeremy with how you can get in touch.
3: If you enjoy our prattlings about Reading, and if you've come this far, we assume you must be, Please hit subscribe on your podcast app to get the latest episode every Monday morning. You can find us on Twitter at RealReadingPod Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com.
1: Thanks, Jeremy. And um, If you know anyone you think would be great to interview on the podcast, we will be searching for more uh, interviewees very, very soon. Um, But please do let us know the only prerequisite is that they must live or work in the town and most importantly they must love Reading Um, We will have a short break. We'll try and get something out next week. It's proving um, a little bit Difficult to get everybody together, but we will try and get something together for next week. Um, In the meantime See you soon Bye.
3: Bye You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. We apparently
0: live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not a very good idea.
2: Did you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel 4? Yes. yes, that Did was, was brilliant. Did you see the yes. one yeah. where the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading yeah. all along the canal and eventually
1: caught him at the Yes, down. that was Brilliant.